This is episode one of our brand new Moral Compass podcast. I'm one of two hosts, Jonika Stoves. I have a background in print journalism and work for um, one of the longest running African-American newspapers in the country. The Spokesman Recorder was started by Cecil Newman in 1934. And through the years, his family members have run the uh, newspaper since. This is a little bit about me. Now let's hear our other from our other host, Scotty. Hey, how you doing? My name's Scotty Noid. I'm the, I guess, the comic relief for this group. Um, I'm a stand-up comedian. Um, I've been uh, on tour with Mike Epps, and I also opened up at uh, the Comedy Store in uh, L.A. several times, and. Uh, I'm out here now just following uh, my career path, and uh, I'm pretty excited that I was offered to be a host on the show, so let's get it in. That's right. So we started this podcast because um, we see a need to correct the morals of society. Now let's start the show. Today's guest came out of UNLV to play in the National Football League, winning the Super Bowl his rookie year in 1980 with the Raiders. He played professional football in Canada for three years and has called Las Vegas home since 2000. Our guest is none other than Leo Gray. Hi, Leo. How are you? Fine. How are you? Thanks for having me. Man, we appreciate you coming out, brother. Good to be here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. And um, so what have you been up to lately? Um, I've been doing some ambassador stuff for the Raiders. We go out and go to different suites during the games, talk to people, hold the babies, kiss the babies, sign autographs. Um, I also teach speed and explosiveness to high school and college athletes. So mm -hmm. we had a, a speed a program based on speed and explosiveness. I still do that. So you're in the new Allegiant Stadium? Yes. yes. How does that stadium look? I think it's a, it's a beautiful stadium. I think it costs $3 billion. I mean, it has a nightclub. It has everything. Billion dollars. Yeah, $3 billion. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, state of the art. I mean, it's a lot different than Alameda County Stadium. <laughs> ah. <laughs> right. You know. The Oakland Raiders yeah, is the referred old to. Yeah, we had the oldest, oldest stadium in the league. The oldest stadium in the league is yeah. okay. All right. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. How many seats is the is the new one? A lot more seats. Sixty-five thousand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sixty-five thousand. Wow. That's a little less though than uh, yeah. Oakland. Oakland was huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? That's less seats. Mm -hmm. okay. Oakland was huge. It yeah. wasn't good seats. This this stadium, you get great seats no matter where you're at. Oh, Oakland, nice. you can get some spots where you got to keep leaning past the pole, be right in the way. You got to look at it. You know, there's some spots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, but uh, I want people to know the stuff, you know, everyone knows you, you're, you, you're, a, you're a Raider, you're a Super Bowl fan. And, I mean, you're a Super Bowl guy that won a ring. A lot of, there's not a lot of guys that won rings. But as a kid, when did you realize that you had a gift? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like, I'm fast or whatever that, what was that gift? Even you, you told me one time that you were going to play the guitar. I was playing it, yeah. I was 
playing the guitar growing up until I was uh, about 12 years old. And somebody broke in the house and stole my guitar and the amplifier. And that's when I started um, looking outside the window, watching the kids in the neighborhood playing football. And I knew nothing about it. So I went from looking out the window to walking out on the porch to one day they were short of players, so they asked me to you know, play. And I walked out there like an idiot. They put me <laughs> at center, had me hiking the ball. Hiking the ball. And uh, that was my first exposure to it. So, you know, they talked about me so bad, I would be the last one to get picked. So I had made up my mind that I wanted to get better, learn the game. Mm. So, you know, I thought it was, you know, kind of different from, you know, me just playing an instrument mm-hmm. and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just took the challenge and said, hey, I'm going to learn how to play this. I'm not going to be the butt of all jokes and be the one that gets picked last every time they pick teams. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how it pretty much started. So what age was that around? That was 12 years old. Started when you were 12, started at center. Wow. Well, I didn't start at center. That just was a position they had me play. They weren't going to put me in a position to deal with the ball because, Uh you know, I didn't know. Yeah. I was learning. I was new. So So you went from this kid that didn't know anything to football, and you have plaques at your high school, right? You have records? Yeah. I'm in the Hall of Fame at my high school. Wow. For what event? I was a wide receiver. Wow. Yeah, I was all American when I came out. Is that still there now? If I was just go there, I see this plaque. Yeah, you they turned they turned my high school into a park. One end mm. is a park. The rectory where the priest was, it was an all boy Catholic school. Mm. At the rectory, they turned that into a, a homeless uh, aid uh, minority aid center. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, they're doing great things in the community, but mm-hmm. they still have. They put like cement plaques in the ground for, wow. for the seven guys that made the Hall of Fame. At my wow. Who, who was the seven? Anyone Ooh, else? Wow. Um, you probably wouldn't know him. Kermit Alexander. He was the one that hit Gil Sayers and messed his knee up. Oh, Played wow. for the 49ers. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Kermit's in there. Um, Marlon Keever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Jeffrey McIntyre. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to ask I don't know the other ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of those, yeah. Very nice. So, um, did you play with any of them, uh, like in the National League at all? No, all okay. those guys are a lot older than me. Oh, yeah. I, so you the baby the most? Yeah, I was the youngest one the youngest. that went in. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And then my school ended up closing after my uh, senior year, so it wasn't like anybody else was going in after that. So. Wow, that was wow. cool. They, so you just made. I was it. the last one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cool. They kept that though. You know. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so you play and you win this ring your first year as a rookie. Did your head get big, or I mean, that's got to be exciting to win a ring your your rookie year. I mean, there's a lot of guys that play ten years and don't get a ring, they don't, and don't get even, a ring, and don't that's even get a right. chance to go to the yeah. dance. I know, I know a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> we both know one. Yeah, we know a bunch of them. No, I, I mean back back then you took you kind of took it for granted and. Uh, because it was the first year. So, and you figured you could do it every year. So, I mean, mm. I just, you know, came back and tried to work harder the second year mm-hmm. than I did the first year, mm-hmm. and just build on it. But, you know, we had the attitude back then, the rookies that were there, that we're supposed to do this every year. Wow. Mm. Yeah, even though it didn't happen that second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it was, you know, I mean, it's, you don't appreciate it till you walk away from it. Wow. So, mm. you know, like 10 years yeah. later, then you appreciate everything. I mean, right. that, that year you had... A hell of a team. That you had some really 
some good talented guys that you were just hanging around, yeah. picking up stuff. And who who helped you out the most your rookie year? Uh, Mike Davis, Lester Hayes, wow, Monty Jackson, defensive backs. Wow, because I, I was a wide receiver when I came out of high school, and uh, I was a wide receiver when I came out of UNLV. Mm-hmm. And uh, third mini camp, Al Davis called me in and asked me if I had ever played defense. And I started laughing. He didn't laugh, <laughs> and. Um, he said, yeah, I think you can play defensive back. We need some speed in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And I was real fast. I ran track, too. Yeah. And so um, after that, from then on, I had a black jersey in my locker, which the defense wore, and uh, I started playing defense, a position I never played in my life. Wow. So, but they worked with me. Willie Brown, he was the coach, mm. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So they worked with me, and I got one-on-one attention all, all the time, every day. So you say um, All-American, all I think you were? In high school. Okay, yeah, and that was track? No, that was football. Football? Football all, okay. was All-American. And, and what sports did you play in, in high school? I played baseball, uh, football, and track. But yes. they cut baseball out my second year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what, what did you say? You are a good baseball player? Oh, yeah. A lot Perfect. of people thought I was better in baseball. Than wow. Oh. Okay, hitting the ball or what Everything. outfield Everything. or Everything. really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. I played center field. I played second base. Yeah. I would lead the park in the junior league and stolen wow. bases. I would steal home. Mm. Wow! Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was I was a, a good baseball player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when they cut it out, I just ran track and played football. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have any of those friends from high school? Um, some of them. I talk to some of them now and then. Uh-huh. Like if they come out here, of course, Vegas, and whenever somebody comes here, they, they look up people and start calling. That's right. Even though you haven't talked to them That's in 30 right. years, 40 years. <laughs> I've learned how to hang up on them now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you leave the Raiders, and where did you, where did you end up next? I went up to British Columbia in Canada. There's in nothing Vancouver. up there. Well, so it's a pro football team. You <laughs> <laughs> talking about in the in the eighties? There's nothing up there. Yeah, in the oh, 80s. they've been playing. They've been playing in Canada longer, maybe longer than the NFL. Wow, oh, yeah, it goes okay. way back. But they they've had their pro league. It's a different game. It's, they play with twelve men instead of eleven. The field is 120 yards long. End zone is 25 yards long. Mm. So it's, they throw all the time. It's a throwing league. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know, when I got released from the Raiders, my second year. Um, they had said, you know, go get some experience, go over there, and then come back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I went over there, spent three years over there, had a good time. I bet, yeah. yeah. Do we have a lot of players that go to the Canadian League yeah. now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So they, Every team has 15 Americans. On it. Oh, yeah. wow. You could only have 15. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to start. And the only one you could have on the bench is a quarterback. So, you know, mm-hmm. knowing I would start, you know, it was easy for me to go over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you went over there and you win uh, Canada's Super Bowl, the, was the the Gold Cup? Great, the Grey Cup. Grey Cup. Yeah. And who was that with? Toronto. Toronto. I got, after one year with British Columbia, I got traded to Toronto. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toronto, we won our, the Eastern Division, went to the Grey Cup, the Super Bowl of Canada. Now, did they let you play receiver Andy? Were you I went both enough? ways. I, wow. I'm the only person what? probably to this day that started – at eight different positions in one season. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I started at the wide receiver on the right side. I started at split end on the mm-hmm. other side. I started at flanker on the inside, mm-hmm. at the other slot on the other side. And mm-hmm. then I started at both corners, started mm-hmm. at both safety positions. Yeah. I'll be scared so started, Leo came on my team. Started for at eight eight different positions. I asked for more money. We won the Grey Cup. They traded me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, do we have flanker and you said something else? Yeah, they, it recognize. depends on the offense. Like I played in a run and shoot offense, which uh, Warren Moon used in oh, Houston. Yeah. Same coach that put that, he came up with that whole concept. That's, oh. that's what we had. So okay. we had different people doing different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had mm-hmm. to know the whole playbook, what everybody right. was doing. So. Every single play. Yeah. 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 So um, in your time of playing football, did you get any injuries at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? I had a shoulder jam, jammed into my neck. I had my nervous system messed up. Ouch. You know, I uh, had knee surgery on one knee, uh-huh. broken ankle. Uh, okay. Broke a couple of fingers. I mean, you know, that's pretty much routine if you it, play that game. It just comes along yeah. with it, huh? I tore up, I tore up a rib cartilage when I was with the Raiders. Ooh. You know, I, I tore, uh, tore, partially tore a quad. Oh. Yeah, my left Ouch. leg. So, yeah. Wow. And the league uh, pays for those type of injuries or? In what way? In. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you you want me to expose you, you want me to expose the NFL now? <laughs> no, actually, when you're there, they'll treat you. You know, you have the doctors, team doctors work with you. You go to the hospital. Everything is taken care of uh-huh. when you're playing. Okay. Um, now, if you get released, you're on your own. Oh, okay. And um, when I played, when you walked away from the game, you're there are no dental or medical benefits. You have to get your own stuff. So even right now, I uh-huh. have my own uh, uh, medical plan. Okay. What the NFL has created a dental plan. Okay. You know, so we have that now. Uh huh. So it's you know it's it's a lot different than it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you see it getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. The more active the players' association is, I mean, but the whole concussion thing with the CTE, actually, that's not what we were fighting for when we were trying to get you know a benefit package put together. Okay. The NFL. Yeah. We were actually trying to have it set up. Where every player could walk away with dental and medical benefits. Okay. The NFL owners came back and said, "Oh no, you know we'll do this CTE thing, uh-huh. which you can't diagnose CTE until a player passes until you away. pass away. Yeah, You're so, until death. So they put dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's in there. Okay. So you can be tested for those things when you retire. In the medical plan. Yeah. All of us are going through that now, but. Okay. You walk away with no medical benefits. Now, you can go, wow. if you need knee surgery, go to North Carolina, get your knees done. There's certain places uh-huh. you could go if you have a heart issue. Okay. You could go and get, uh, you know, a, a lung. Yeah, cardiologist. You need a, lung, and, uh, you need a kidney. Uh-huh. There's different places, other states, you could go and get that done. Okay. So, but that's not a full medical plan where you uh-huh. could go in and you got a, a primary care doctor or something right. like that. Okay. So, but they're still working on it. They're still, you know. Uh-huh. And that's the Players Association that is kind of The heading, Players Association is meeting and going back and forth with the NFL owners. Okay. Yeah, that's All what right. that is. Yeah. And owners switch not too often. No. no. Um, it's rare that you have a new owner in the National Football League. Right. The only the, – the most recent one that I know of is the passing of um, – they passed it down to the daughter. Well, that's only you talking about the Washington Football Club. Yes. It, it was only passed down to her because uh, he's being investigated. <gasps> oh. Yeah, he didn't pass. Yeah, yeah he's oh. being investigated right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. So you you retire, and how old are you then? When I retired, I got six years in, so twenty-two. 
was 28. So you're 28 years Ooh. old. Young. Young. Yeah. What, what's, what, wait, wait, wait. Hold what, on, hold on. <laughs> you retired from the National Football League at 28 years old? I retired from pro football. Pro football. At 28, yeah. Yeah, the life expectancy for most players yeah, is like not, two years. Yeah. yeah it, two and a half years. Oh, you mean as a professional? As yes. a professional football player, on the average. Oh, it's like two oh. and a half. Nobody, you have a guy now and then that plays 20 like Tom Brady. That yeah. That's not the norm. But I don't think the norm is two and a half years either. Yeah, yeah it is. It two is? Two and a half to three, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, for if you make 10, you did good. Mm, okay. Look at especially a lot of running backs. They're out quick. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So just because you see them on another team doesn't mean necessarily that they're playing and all of that. Yeah. It it depends on the player. Yeah. Okay. So what, what you, were you gonna say about him being 28? 20, 28 years old. You know you. What did you do next? Well, my last two years of playing in the offseason, I would go back and work with this nonprofit group out of Los Angeles called the Brotherhood Crusade as a fundraiser. Wow. Remember United Way had a lot of NFL players, you know, doing commercials, and they would go out and fundraise for human care service organizations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This African-American group in South Central started to get, you know, players to do the same thing. Mm. So they got me, Ricky Ellis, it was about six of us they got. So I was doing that as a volunteer in the offseason. Mm -hmm. And then when I retired, they, you know, had a full-time position for me. And uh, I went in and I worked my way up to the senior VP. Wow. Shot and oh, raised wow. $21 million. For wow. $21 million. Yeah, dollars yeah for, for different nonprofit non groups. Yeah. Okay. I did that for about 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. You're still young then. 13 right. years. So what did you do then? Years, so then. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> So then you're just out of your 30s. Yeah. Wow. And that's when I, I started my own thing with uh, speed and explosiveness. I started ah, you know, doing that. the training camp. Yeah, I did that part, and then I was doing motivational seminars. For now, is groups. that here or in California? This was in California. Okay, so yeah. the training camps started in California? Yeah, I started doing that out there. Okay. But I was mostly doing seminars, motivational seminars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would go out and talk about team building, leadership. Mm -hmm. different type of workshops. To high schools, to no, colleges, I had, a, I, had all I had all city, I had all city employees, I had all county employees. I had some of the biggest contracts ever awarded to a minority. Oh wow! I had, yeah, I had, in I California, had Bank of America. Yeah, I had most of your corporations. Yeah, I was what county? Every day, Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County. The largest county out there. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. The <coughs> largest amount awarded yeah. to an African American. Yeah. That mm -hmm. contract I had for motivational speaking? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Wow. That, mm -hmm. Man, I mean, he has right here. Right. Exactly. I wore a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so now what are you, you're, you, you talked, you said before you're kind of um, getting out of that and retiring even again, a well, second I, retirement. I cut, I cut the speed and explosiveness. Okay. Uh, program down uh -huh. in, in half because uh -huh. you know I'm just tired. I'm tired, you know. And yeah. I I, I'm supposed to have both knees replaced. Yeah. I'm supposed to have a shoulder reconstructed. So it's a lot going on. I'm not 20 years old no more. Yeah. So, my dad's know. getting ready to do uh, double knee replacement. Yeah. yeah. He just had the hip surgery, and that's he said it's it's you know going well. Yeah. But this November he's getting ready to do double knee. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. 
Yeah. So I, I slowed that down, that part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been doing seminars. Um, and I've been doing the ambassador stuff with the Raiders. How okay. did you come along with that? How did that come, come to um, you? Well, they contacted, they knew I, went, I did my undergrad at UNLV, and they knew I lived out here. So when the team decided on moving here, they contacted people that, you know. They lived here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was the only one that went to UNLV and played for them. So it was wow. a win-win for me. Uh-huh. Go out and just yeah. you know, sign autographs and do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. stuff that you were doing anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know. mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen a couple uh, pictures with you and Reggie. Yeah. With some with some checks. Oh yeah. For the high school coach of the week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they give each uh, each week they have a Tom Flores award where they'll give uh, the top coach a thousand dollars and they get some uh, power aid or Gatorade and one of them. Yeah. So we're doing that. That's 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 good, man. What what so what is your motivation today? What to retire? <laughs> To go, uh, go to Costa Rica, go to some exotic <laughs> island, kick back, s- smoke a cigar, have some brandy or something. If I knew you was a motivation, put on about thirty pounds. And no, you ain't day, never gonna get fat. Go like this, pat my belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't never gonna get fat. Okay, I, I, I didn't watch you. Yeah, all right. But uh, you could. I didn't know you was a motivation speaker because yeah, we I did that for you. We could use some of your talent at the uh, cigar lounge or some of them guys we got in there. No, you you got that held down <laughs> by far. I can't. Oh man, I can't compete with you. You got that covered. No. Yeah. The guys are talking about the cigar lounges that are around town that they uh, know a lot of the guys from and friends and all of that from. So. That's what they're talking about, hanging out at the Scar Lounge. So what do you think the Raiders are going to do tomorrow? Win. Do you think this is the best team since uh, that last showing we did in San Diego? What was, what was that, 90, what was that, 2001? No. Remember Del Rio, they went 11-5, and five, but Derek Carr broke his leg. So do you, playoffs, and that, so you, that was a good team. That was? Yeah, so with Del Rio. What do you call this team? I think the corners look really good this year. Yeah, if they stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is, you know, pro football is all, as you know, is all based on how healthy your team is. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, I had projected them winning 10 or 11 games this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even with everything that's that's going on, they'll be okay. All they'll right. be fine. And, right. and how many have they won so far? Four. They're four and two. Four and two? Yeah. Okay. They're it's- tied for first place. The division. Okay, so that is yeah. good. So I was going to say, is that good or bad? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, good. Yeah. that's real good. I, th- I think uh, I think we're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know about the Super Bowl, but I mean, I'm saying positive, so. Yeah. And how about um, friends from the league? Um, did you keep any friends from when you played in Canada? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah, we, uh, we talk all the time. Your yeah, championship talk, yeah. year? With the Raiders? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So All right. We, well, because the Raiders are here, I see a lot of them now, more than before. Who was your but, QB then at uh, the Raiders? Plunkett, Joe Plunkett. Wow. <gasps> that dude's a Hall of Famer right there. You played with should Joe be. Pl- Oh, my God. Yeah, he should be. He's not in yet? No, he's not in. He's not even a finalist. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Remember, they took forever to put Flores in. Yeah. Flores just got in. Yep. And he should have been in a long yeah. time ago. He's a hell of a coach. You know, we had a, a great event last night. Um, the Fred Belitnikoff 
Foundation. Mm -hmm. Fred Belitnik called us a Hall of Famer, wide receiver. Okay. And a great man. He and his wife, Angela, good people. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. but they have a foundation. I mean, his daughter uh, got killed by a boyfriend oh. of domestic violence issue. Oh, wow. And so they, they have a nonprofit foundation that raises money for different programs that address domestic violence. And so they had a big fundraiser yesterday at the Paris uh, Casino. Mm -hmm. Probably it seemed like it was about 1,000 people, about wow. maybe 30, 30 retired players. I mean, the head coach was there, the current head coach, mm -hmm. the coordinator. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was really nice. What, what was the fundraiser for? The Belitney Call Foundation. It was for domestic violence. It's in okay. the memory of their daughter, Tracy. Mm -hmm. you know, she was killed. Okay. Speaking of coaches, John Gruden, I, I, I met the guy several times. Really great guy. I met his, his two sons, his wife. Um, this totally threw me out of pocket with what happened. But I see that someone else is bringing up an issue that we should know who he was talking to as well. It's not fair to just expose him. So they want to open up the emails. What do you think about that? Well, he was talking to um, the owner of the Redskins. Wow. That's who he was talking to. Wow. Oh, wow. The one that's already being you know, investigated. investigated. Yeah. yeah, everything was brought up out of that whole thing. Out of that investigation? Oh. Yeah, the problem we have is they knew in June, in July. Wow. You know, why'd you wait this long? Why'd you wait? Yeah. yeah what were you waiting for? Right. So, but it seems like the players has taken on to the to the new coach and, oh, yeah. and his and his way yeah. to land right now, yeah. and um, it seemed like they played a lot yeah. happier the the last game. Yeah, I thought I, I was impressed, and then it made me say, "Well, they're down and out about what's you know." Sometimes little stuff like that yeah. affects the locker room. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you could kind of tell they were kind of playing like you know they just was like numb mm -hmm. in that game. They should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. well, this Chicago game you could see. You know, because they knew then. They yeah. knew on a Friday. They mm. played on that Sunday. They mm -hmm. played the Bears. Okay. And you could see that the guys were coming. Yeah. You could see it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they, in the locker room, they're talking. They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think uh, Gruden will ever coach again in the NFL? If I knew that, I'd go and bet on the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> How about the, uh, the uh, interim um, they, they like him. I mean, okay. the players like him. Most special team coaches, players gravitate to that person because they deal with every position. Uh -huh. you know, they, they communicate uh -huh. with everybody. Uh -huh. Special team coach. Yeah. I mean, it's a different bond with them. Okay. So, you know, he's, he's, you know, I met him yesterday and talked to him, and he's pretty cool. Okay. Wow. Pretty cool. That was your first time meeting him yesterday? Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I've seen him, and, you know. Right, of course, yeah. yeah. First time meeting him because he was at the foundation fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Did Did Mark show up? Yep. Wow. Mark that's see. That's that's one thing I like about Mark. He Mark? he he. The uh, Mark Davis, the owner. He's owner. Okay. he's more hands, hands on, on with hands on with everything, and the players love him. The, yeah. uh, and he has a. I think the Raiders probably have the great alumni, the best mm -hmm. alumni out of the whole league. No doubt about it. Okay. So, um, wait. Let me ask. So when they came from the Oakland Raiders to the new uh, city, new stadium, everything, did the owner, the owner came too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The okay. owner is the son. His dad is the owner, Al Davis. Yeah, Al Davis. And so yes. when Al passed, 
his son took over, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. And Mark is just as good, and I think he 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 has the same vision as Al, but even more, even more so. Oh. You know, I mean, he's got to be an awesome kid to have okay. a father like like Al. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Al was a beast. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so he was a great man. So okay. Um, so, so yeah, we talked about, you know, the friends that you've kept over the years and that sort of thing. Do you guys, uh, go out to eat or hang out on the boat or? On the boat, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all go, y'all go you on your boat parties. <laughs> boat parties. They, they meet yeah. in the restaurant uh, and talk trash yeah. all day. Yeah, that's what we do. You know, at <laughs> one time when Mike Davis was alive, he passed away, bless his heart. You know, Mike was like a big brother to me. He mm. passed away, uh, mm -hmm. Six, seven months ago, but um, oh, recently, yeah, you know, oh, we okay. would have uh, every Thursday we got together and we would uh -huh. go to different places and eat, and it'd be maybe about ten guys. And it started mm -hmm. with two, then mm -hmm. went to four, and you know, we ended up having like ten people. So okay. you got different pockets of people that get together. But, yeah, you know, again, the fact that the team is here, they have different events, different stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So that camaraderie and everything that existed before when we played, that's kind of there now. Okay. Not Very daily, nice. but at least once yeah. a week you right. see someone or talk to someone. Yeah, yeah. Monthly you guys are talking yeah. and speaking to each yeah. other and yeah. seeing it's, each other at the games and all that. It's funny to me because you, <laughs> like Reggie, Reggie on TV looked like he was just this mean animal. He just, he's just a beast. And you would be scared to say hi to him. But when you meet them, they totally opposite. They're really nice people. They, I'm like, wow, they're down to earth people. Uh-huh. And Reggie... Reggie Kinlaw, he's a two-time Super Bowl winner. Went to the University of Oklahoma. Oh, he's an okay. All-American. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh -huh. yeah. See, these are wow. the kind of people he hang around with. I know, I right? <laughs> you know, this is my only one Super Bowl guy. Yeah, I know. Right. You know Reggie. <laughs> yeah, I know Reggie. Reggie I know yeah. you, you. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, you know, it's just hanging out with him, I meet yeah. some, some great people. Right, I bet, I bet. Know some nuts too. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. Sure you do. <laughs> sure you do. So, um, speaking of the CTE um, stuff and the situation and all of that, you were saying that you guys right now um, in the medical realm go through different tests and things. Well, when when we retire, because our benefit package is not what basketball or baseball is. Oh, Most okay. guys go through the state that they played in, uh -huh. workers' comp okay. insurance. And okay. you file a claim against workers' comp. Yeah. That's what most guys end up doing. Okay. So they'll, they're dealing with all the CTE and all this other stuff, testing mm -hmm. you. and mm -hmm. test you for orthopedic all throughout the whole body. So, okay. I mean, it, it, it's tough. It's a tough process. Okay. Because you... Yeah. You might, we were, because it was, when I had mine done um, last year, uh -huh. I started last year, because uh -huh. um, of COVID, yeah. I was doing six-hour Zoom meetings with doctors, you oh, know, wow. five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour Zoom meetings. Okay. So, I mean. And they were just testing everything. Well, they, yeah, they yeah. asked you a bunch of questions. Right. And, and then mm -hmm. you go fly to Orange County in California, mm -hmm. and you do some more testing. So it's, uh, it's pretty tough. Well, Leo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Your Instagram, where's, where can people find you on Instagram, Leo? Uh, Leo underscore Gray. You know, they could, you know, if they want to pull up my website for my mm -hmm. speed and explosiveness program, mm -hmm. that's www.leograyspeedtraining.com.
All right, so you can find Leo. He's hanging out around Las Vegas area. And don't uh, talk. And if you're a lady, don't talk to him unless your your credit score is what? Eight fifty. Eight fifty. I'm like Tupac. I'm not hard to find. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. All right. Say